Welcome to The Field Viewpoint, a Digital Farming Institute podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Sled. This is not just another ag tech podcast. This podcast brings together viewpoints that move far beyond field view button pushes and standard sales pitches. Whether you're a seasoned seller looking to sharpen your digital sales skills, or you're just starting your journey using digital tools in the field, this podcast is designed to help you build your confidence with your confidence. In today's episode, we talk to a climate enablement manager and our climate field view brand manager about the cost of field view and how to handle objections around subscription price changes. Let's get started. Welcome again to another Digital Farming Institute podcast. We are finishing up our series on handling objections that we hear from the field around field view. And so at this point, we've covered complexity, we've covered confidentiality, competitors, compatibility, and last we hit our final fifth C in cost. And this is one that will be a really interesting conversation uh, moving forward. I am so blessed to have two individuals who I fully respect and love working with. We have Wyatt Jones, who is one of our FieldView, or is our FieldView brand manager. And he actually comes from the field, and we'll get to share some of his experiences and an introduction with him as well. We also have Heather Freebaron, who is a climate enablement manager in Northern Illinois. And so with that, I'm going to turn it over to both of them to introduce themselves, share a little bit about their experiences from the field. And honestly, I'm just grateful to have their experiences from when they both were field sales representatives to also talk about how we're going to handle this objection moving forward. Wyatt, why don't you get us started and introduce yourself? Yeah, perfect. Thanks, Valerie. Appreciate the time today and appreciate the opportunity to be on the podcast to, to address some of these topics. But absolutely, my name is Wyatt Jones. And as Valerie said, I get to serve as our FieldView brand manager. So I get to sit in St. Louis and work with the broader U.S. FieldView LT, along with our commercial organization and our field facing members to really do a couple of things. One, help set the direction for FieldView as a brand and how we want that experience to look and feel for our customers and for our partners but also work with the broader bear crop science business to really figure out how we can get field view better integrated into the other brands being decalbuster delta pine channel crop protection and as we move forward with new business models and so on and so forth but had the opportunity to start with bear back in 2018 actually started as an intern with field view so it's kind of neat to see it come full circle so started as an intern with field view and then came up through our decalbuster grow trainee program to serve as a trainee for about seven months in West Kentucky, Tennessee area, and then also serve as a full-time FSR in Southern Illinois for the last four years before coming over to FieldView. So really excited to be here today, but it's neat to to be with you all and to, and to have this conversation. Yes, and I'm Heather Freebaron. I am the Northern Illinois DeKalb Asgro CEM, which is Climate Enablement Manager. We just took a acronym change within the last year from a climate activation specialist to a climate enablement manager. So, and we may get into this a little bit today, but trying to use my past experience to sell with Climate Field View versus selling Climate Field View. So to give you a little bit of my past history, I actually came from a DeKalb Asgro dealership in Northern Illinois, where we were some of the first um, integrators of Climate Field View within our organization to sell with Climate Field View. So I have a long history there of using uh, this tool. 
Since then, I have also been a DeKalb Asgro FSR in the field in DeKalb, Kane, McHenry counties up in northeastern Illinois, and recently was able to come over to the climate team. And I'm really excited to work with, with our whole entire group to really bring back that selling with climate field view and enabling our dealers and growers to make more profitable decisions on their acres to really use the data to kind of enable them to move forward within their operations. And we're so grateful for both of you and your experiences to be shared with us this morning. I'm thinking about the fact that, Heather, we started in this DFI journey together during the pilot as well. And so you have some you, some knowledge of where we've been and where we're going with Digital Farming Institute as well. So really great to have you both talking about selling with FieldView, in particular, how we're going to handle this objection around cost. And as we talk about handling objections, I have to turn it over to our leading expert and partner from the sales development team for uh, the U.S., Mr. Andrew Canuck. He is our partner, our regional training manager, and leading expert on all things sales strategy. So he's going to give us the level set around how do we actually talk about objections and have these really difficult conversations. Well, thank you. For the final time, you're going to hear me quickly level set on the objection steps. So listen, that's hearing what the customer's saying verbally. Also be looking for those nonverbal cues. Second, we need to acknowledge that objection. Third, we need to clarify and ask some questions. Make sure we understand the meat behind that uh, objection. It's generally an opportunity. Four, we're going to answer. And then fifth, we're going to verify. With that, when we work on number four answering, we work on the erase method. So the erase method says, hey, we can use experiences to answer. We can use reasons. We can use authority, statistics, and examples. So you probably could rattle all those off at this point, uh, being as we've covered on a couple of the other podcasts, but ultimately really good practice to keep that in mind as we talk through these cost objections today. And I'll kick this off. Wyatt, Heather, what's the big deal with the cost objection? And can you explain how has the cost changed over the years with FieldView? Yeah, for sure. So I'll go ahead and start and really just give some background, some context to FieldView is, you know, what's the current program and, and really where we're headed and why. And so if you think back to FieldView, since 2015, we've been laser focused on acquiring customers and really building that foundation of users that are ready and activated with FieldView, really to get and move forward with that digital journey. And so looking at the current strategy and what we have in place for our farmers and our field facing members is that FieldView is currently valued at $99 for a FieldView Plus subscription. And there are a few ways that a customer can, can have that cost essentially waived whether it's through using the Bear Plus promotion or the Seed Loyalty promotion, which is where a customer buys at least 100 units of Bear Branded Seed. And then we use that GPOS or grower point of sale data to reconcile and waive the cost of FieldView. So that's really where the current status of, of FieldView is and what has been in the marketplace for the last couple of years. But ultimately that was to help drive acquisition and to drive our foundation of customers that are in the tool and they're really ready for that next step of where we're going with FieldView. And so as we look at our market research data, just like other industries, ag continues to evolve constantly, whether it's digital, whether it's research and development, so on and so forth. And really in that way, these trends of online purchasing, these trends of data-driven tools that are influencing purchasing decisions, and also farm consolidation continue to increase. 
So with that comes a need of really the segmentation of our growers having the chance to pick and choose how they want to be enabled digitally. And so for that reason, we're really switching our focus from an acquisition mindset to an engagement mindset. And for market year 24, you're going, you're going to be able to see that with our go-to-market strategy in field view that starts January 1st. So really starting January 1st, we're focused on the vision of field view as a daily tool that is essential to farmer decision-making. And in that way, we're going to have a new tiered approach that allows our farmers to engage with field view differently than what they've been able to before based on their digital readiness. And so really what that looks like is a three-tiered approach. The first tier is going to be FieldView Prime that's valued at $0. And really that's just an opportunity for a farmer who is probably new to FieldView, who is new to digital, and is looking for just that foundational entry-level point that has a few features for them to get into digital and look at. So whether that's manual data upload, some weather forecast, or some simple visualization and scouting. The next tier opportunity that we'll offer to our customers will be FieldView Plus. So FieldView Plus will come in and be valued at a $299 price point, and it will be similar to what FieldView Plus looks like today. So we have our very well-known features of field region reports, yield analysis, field health imagery, and this is really where a grower can start to utilize that FieldView drive in cab to stream data in real time. The third and newest tier of FieldView that we're super excited about for market year 24 is FieldView Premium. It's so a FieldView Premium will come in at a value of $799. And what's really unique about FieldView Premium is that it offers everything that a grower gets in FieldView Plus. So all of those assets move over. But in addition to that, a grower will have the opportunity to have unlimited FieldView seed scripts. They will have a new feature that's called FieldView Insights that we can talk about in just a little bit. And then they'll also have access to FieldView Premium support, which is a way that we're looking at our support moving forward. And so that's really the go-to-market strategy for market year 24 and all of that will take place and change here on january 1st that's an outstanding recap from quite a few years as we've really had field view in the marketplace quickly could you tell me how are we working with dealers and farmers right now letting them know some of this upcoming pricing change so that they're aware and they're informed yeah absolutely so this information has been launched internally since June. So we had a meeting back before national sales meeting to ensure that all of our folks were, were informed of, of the changes that were coming. But really what it looks like now is actually this week. So uh, on Monday, October 16th, and then on Wednesday, October 18th, we sent out an email and an in-app notification to our dealers first to ensure that the dealers were made aware of, of the changes that were coming. And then the farmers were going to get that communication afterwards, but it's an email and a push notification in-app to really make them aware of what changes are coming. In addition to that, we're going to launch a blog here pretty soon that will make that aware. But a lot of this has been facilitated by folks like Heather, who are on the call with us here from the CEM perspective. We've also had a lot of conversations with our cross-functional counterparts within the dad brands, the channel brands, crop protection brands to ensure that they're aware of these changes that are coming. And a lot of that has been taking place at a field level as well. Thank you for that, Wyatt. Heather, um, based on your background being a CEM, FSR, a dealer, can you share with us why it's important to address this cost objection and really that tension that might be around this pricing change? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, coming all the way up uh, through the pyramid, 
I'm very aware of how those different entities are going to have maybe a thought process around this pricing change and and mentality and and trying to wrap your head around that um, at the beginning. So you're just ready for those cost objections, right? So not everyone in my position or even a crop protection FSR has a dealer level understanding of of maybe that thought process but i'm sure each one of them has you know a quote unquote buddy or a trusted coworker that they they feel like they can call and just talk to and say you know this is where we're at what type of objections do you think that are going to be coming up i know as even an fsr i would i would call you know a local crop specialist that i had a good relationship with and and we were able to kind of bounce different ideas off of each other so we were ready to handle those objections when they came up with a grower and definitely there's going to be that kind of as we've we've moved through the the sequence of pricing essentially taking it to somewhat of a free status for um for some of our growers that are have the seed loyalty or the bear plus adding value back into that conversation is going to be very important but also kind of selling the value of climate field view again with our dealers I've approached it as almost a relaunch of Climate Field View with a lot of our dealers to kind of remind them of what the tool is is there for them to use um, to enhance that relationship and that value with their customers. Uh, so it's really important to almost, you know, I, I look at it as it's it's important to sell the thought or handle those objections from a CEM and FSR level, and then we're ready to deal with a dealer level objections, and then we're ready to handle the customer level objections. So it's just really being prepared, and, and I feel like since we've had this pricing change kind of in, in the palm of our hands for a few months now, we've been able to have those conversations, and we're really ready to own that conversation and go back out to our customers and, and be ready to sell the value of Climate Field View. I think one of the things that you said and really brought to mind is not only have we had a track record but we're evolving we've released the application field region report you're talking about some vip account services some some insights those do carry some type of uh, cost to put those services out and so nobody can be necessarily remiss and say hey we keep adding value but we're not recouping some of that cost and i think everybody would agree at some point it's like getting a new truck if it's got a couple more features it's probably going to have some costs carried to it respectfully so that was a really great explanation maybe thinking about this objection and either one of you can answer are field view objections around cost and pricing different or the same for the conversation that comes with pricing on seed and chemistry what what do you all think yeah that's a good question andrew and i think the question really is rooted from the fact that field view may look and feel very different than the selling or the objection handling of a bag of seed or a jug or toto chemical. But to me, the way that you handle that objection and the skills that you use for that are perfectly transferable over to the field view conversation. And so really what I think it comes back to is a lot about value-based selling and understanding what field view means to that customer and how it fits that operation. Just like you think about it in a seed conversation or a crop protection conversation and positioning those products on the farm. And so a couple of ways that I would think about it is looking at our new structure in in 2024, our go-to-market strategy, really the the difference between the cost of a FieldView Plus subscription and a FieldView Premium subscription is $500. 
And so one example that I've provided to a lot of folks in my conversations is thinking about field use seed scripts. So for market year 24, a premium customer will have unlimited access to field use seed scripts, and that's included in that base price of $799. Historically, field use seed scripts, for example, have been a dollar per acre. So as an FSR, I can recall conversations where I would go out to a farm, I would sign up a customer on field view, so they would have a $99 subscription, and then we would waive the cost with Bear Plus or Seed Loyalty, whichever promotional offer applied. And then we would sit down in March ahead of planting and we would build out seed scripts and say we build out 500 acres, then they would be required to pay $500 for those seed scripts. So in the new go-to-market strategy, that's one opportunity where a grower, as long as they're scripting at least 500 acres, that cost is essentially waived because of that upgrade that they're that they're getting unlimited scripts in FieldView Premium. As I think about the additional features that come with FieldView Premium of FieldView Insights, that's really a new feature that we're building out that is going to push nuggets of information to those growers to kickstart conversations. So instead of making them go in and dig through yield analysis or dig through a harvest report, we're going to provide things like a harvest report, a season over season report, or a seed placement report that helps drive a lot of those conversations with their bear representative or with their trusted advisor that they weren't historically getting before. Then that last piece is field view premium. And I know Heather can attest to this too, but but we need to put a value on an asset of our people that we have in the field. And for market year 24, the field view premium folks that, that subscribe to that subscription will feel a different level of support than they have historically, whether it's with plus or prime. And so thinking about how do we put these folks at the highest level of priority, whether it's on farm or virtual support, we want that experience to look and feel different with the field view brand for those folks that are in premium. You know, you hit on something there that really sparked my interest, and you talked about the insights piece on getting some some help through the analytics because data in itself is not valuable. It's the ability to analyze and, and take that next step. And from that, a lot of customers say, hey, I don't have time, or maybe a dealer says, I don't have all the time, or maybe one of our colleagues, but if we can get some of those insights and move further down the path towards the right solution. That's extremely valuable to better structure questions and solve problems. So that's a huge win, at least from my aspect. When you talk about the service side, I think that that's something that what Heather leads with her team and what she does is is underrated. We have just a wealth of people and we're really not you know, charging for it per se but we're trying to give the best experience. And so my question comes out of this. I know somebody will ask this, Wyatt, you have FieldView Plus at 299 and you have FieldView Premium at 799. If I'm in Plus today, can you walk me through what it would cost me to go to FieldView Premium so I, I have a clear understanding because I know somebody's gonna have that cost objection listening to this call. Yeah, absolutely. So. The way that that will work for market year 24 is that really that cost difference between plus and premium is $500. And we need to be aware of what promotional opportunities are available to us today as well. So in market year 24, we will still have the bear plus promotional offer, the seed loyalty promotional offer, and an upgraded version of foreground that all give the growers an opportunity to waive a $100 off of of either their plus subscription or their premium subscription. So one thing we have to keep in mind is that we can't stack those promos. We have to make sure that we're only using one or the other. So for market year 24, 
A field view plus subscription starts at 299, but if we use one of those promotional offers, it will be 199. Similarly, for field view premium, it will start at 799, but if we use one of those promotional offers, it will be 699. And so then really the question becomes, okay, what's my upgraded cost between those two tiers? And that's that $500. And so that's really where we need to drive that conversation with our customers around what additions are they getting in FieldView Premium, being that FieldView seed scripting was historically a dollar per acre is now included at being unlimited in that FieldView Premium tier. In addition, they're getting FieldView Insights and then also that FieldView Premium support that comes as a FieldView customer. Thank you for clarifying that. I was just doing some napkin math here and um, you know, you take 799 on like a 2000 acre farming operation, that's 40 cents an acre. Exactly. And in my mind, we have the people to get eight, get the 40 back and put another 40 cents on and another 40 cents. So 80 cents or a dollar 20 in value. Heather, kind of my question to you is, how do you get people using this and, and thinking about the cost objection in a different component, maybe on per acre basis or compartmentalizing, how would I use this and really get return? Absolutely. Um, I think that's one of the, the more exciting parts to Andrew. And a lot of it is just valuing not only the CEMs and our CESs, but also kind of almost asking our FSRs and our crop specialists to add some value onto what they have to give to the grower. And and with that premium subscription, it really allows them to add some value with that customer. You know, why he he mentioned on just a per acre cost of even that that $6.99 or $7.99 subscription. For the most part, for most of our customers, that's going to be less than a dollar an acre, right? So that that seems like a pretty nominal fee. But then you can really start evaluating what does this bring to the grower? For example, it gives our crop specialists um, and FSRs the opportunity to add value with that customer by doing a, a specialized seed placement um, with their growers. Then you can go in and to use some of our, our erase methodology, I'll use an example where I had a grower this this year that I sat down and we placed every every farm we placed seed on it and we built prescriptions with him and uh, we were able to go in and either increase or decrease populations based on soil types and he really valued the time that we put into that and and his input because nobody knows his farm better than he does right and so now you can start looking at by doing this this added touch so that might be one or two days i mean depending on the size of the grower but that could really increase his profitability and his yield and i know this particular grower said he can already tell in his field health imagery that those crops look better you know he felt a lot better going into spring because we already had things placed he knew you know to tell the hired man you know of course maybe they finished up with one hybrid but then he told them which one was going to go next in that field so it just eased their spring stress at planting time and then also you can go into that per bag cost so let's say a particular field um, was going to require 50 bags you know but once we do that variable rate planting uh, perhaps it's you know decreased that to 48 bags on that particular acre so it's not great from a seed selling perspective but from a farmer's perspective now he's just decreased the amount of seed that he's having to purchase so it's pretty easy to value that that's just two bags so that one farm we've already paid 
for that $500 for all intents and purposes. So it's pretty easy to go through and, and show that value with a customer. And, and, and I've had customers say now that, that they've seen how they can really use climate, the value of the tool is there for them. And looking forward, they're really excited about the additional information that they can, can get from us. And there you hit on a really key point that customers generally want to make progress on their farm. They want to be profitable and ultimately confidence in planning and the complexity that it takes to run the farming operation, all the costs put together. That's a really key metric that we overlook is just reducing that stress level. What's it worth to you to have a plan? What's it worth to have field view to maybe have that sharing relationship? And a friend of mine, Freddie, very good farmer he always says surround yourself with folks that are smarter than you and he uses field view with his advisors to grow phenomenal yields and and you really just paint that picture of how we can go down that path if we break it down the thing that i'd give the audience today i farm a little bit with my family i'm fortunate to 299 or 799 truthfully is a drop in the bucket today 299 won't fill the semi with current diesel costs. That's not even 70 gallons of fuel. 799 will come close to filling the semi and that'll be out in two days. And I'm not passing that along in, in a bad connotation. It's humbly speaking, if we help the farmer find value, the costs are really a molehill, not a mountain. And that's the piece I'd like you to think about because this tool can be a force multiplier on working the whole acre and understanding the solutions we can help that farmer with to give them the best profitability and win. I would like to ask you guys, how do you coach colleagues, uh, farmers, dealers? What What's your tips on coaching through this pricing objection? Yeah, that's a good question, Andrew. And I first want to think about just the cost objections holistically and, and just a good general practice of what that looks like. And to me, a couple of things that I was focused on as an FSR when it came to cost objections or price increase in the marketplace that affected our products is to first own the narrative. And so really what that means to me is it's a bad day when my customers hear from a competitor that price is going up, whether that customer is a farmer customer or whether that customer is a dealer customer. And so first and foremost, I would really challenge and encourage our, our field sales teams to go out and be proactive and transparent in this conversation and to bring that conversation to your dealer partner, to your farmer customer, and to initiate it. You know, we talk about at summer meetings, at post-harvest meetings, whatever that looks like, make sure that field view and digital is a topic and a priority that you're talking about as you're preparing for the market year 24 season. And so that's just a kind of a, a general nugget that I would say and encourage our field teams to do. The other thing that I would say from a coaching standpoint is to reference and to put a plug in there for new business models. FieldView will continue to be a driving factor in that new business model conversation. And for us to really gain the traction that, that we're looking to gain to be 100% digital enabled by 2030, we have to continue to build this foundation of growers and customers that are digitally ready and digitally sound and in field view with that data that they need. So, so really be be bold in that and, and be proud that we are really the only person in the marketplace that has field view and that has new business models and we're bringing that to our customers proactively. So that would be my two cents on how I would 
encourage or talk through that with a, you know, whether it's a colleague, whether it's a dealer partner, or whether it's whether it's with a farmer. The last thing that I'll say too is that if you're uncomfortable in this space today, I would really encourage you and challenge you to get to know your CEM or to kickstart that conversation with your CEM. Those folks, I know Heather can attest to this, they are more than willing to come out and come to a dealer meeting or come to a farmer visit and really help guide you through those conversations. In addition, you know, I would say almost every team has at least one or two people that are really engaged with FieldView and take the time to call those folks to kickstart a conversation, to brainstorm, to role play, to practice, and to get comfortable in this conversation, just like you do with your other cost objections or your other objections that you handle as an FSR, as a field facing member today. Thank you for that, Wyatt. One thing that kind of came to mind here as you were speaking, we may get the objection where somebody might be using Operations Center and thinking about FieldView or has been using FieldView and now they're saying, hey, maybe I don't have the budget for both or maybe I'm not using FieldView to the fullest extent. Could you guys give some perspective how you might talk through that objection with the customer? Absolutely. And Heather, feel free to chime in. But the way that I really address that field view versus John Deere ops conversation is not a this or that conversation, right? So the way that I look at John Deere Operations Center is that they're a data collecting partner that allows us to maximize that farmer's data in field view. So today field view does things that John Deere ops does not and vice versa. And so how can we really own that narrative? Again, going back to what I said before of Hey, Mr. Farmer, I understand that you have John Deere Operations Center, but let me show you how seamless it is to pull that data into FieldView so that we can start to utilize things like yield analysis, field region reports, and really grow that, that conversation of you're already collecting the data, but how are you maximizing it? Is it just sitting in, in that operations center or, or how can we put that data to work through FieldView? So Heather, feel free to chime in there, but that's how I would initiate that conversation with the farmer. Absolutely. And I think we were going to be remiss without kind of maybe talking about this today because that's probably our biggest objection that we receive, especially here in Illinois, um, of why do we need both? And it, it's really to tip our hat to the, the ops center um, from an operational standpoint and, and what they can provide to a grower on a day-to-day -day basis during planting in fall, but then really kind of showcasing the tools that that not only the dealer, but the grower can use by by bringing that data into climate and really using that from an analysis um, standpoint. To take it one step further, we're noticing that more and more of our dealers are trying to kind of create a centralized hub for our growers where all of their information is being housed in one place. So through different APIs, we're able to bring in op center and climate and, and whatever they have. So our growers are able to have all of the records of their fertility and, and crop protection and spraying in one place. And, you know, John Deere definitely is a large tool in that as well with our retailers. So being able to use that to provide more information to our growers, I really think they're looking for one place to store all of their data and you know for 2.99 a year it's better than a file cabinet that we don't know where grandpa put that note on a napkin right so i think there's a lot of really deep thought processes that we can start to to invoke with our customers by bringing up a lot of different options with them 
outstanding information there and perspectives. And ultimately, um, if we think clear back to one of the, the Field View Point podcasts earlier on from Travis Holdhouse, he talked about a customer using Ops Center and then all of a sudden getting Field View back in the mix with some Delaro and really taking equipment and agronomics and field view working on the agronomics so he could better drive profitability with that farmer. And you guys just painted that picture eloquently again as to why both systems may be needed within the operation. So with that, you guys have provided a ton of information and really talked through that digital journey where a customer might be from acclimation to discovery to all the way to an enabled solution. And I just want to thank you for the quality information on the cost objections today, because we know this will happen. We know that this will be a conversation, but it's best to be upfront, be proactive and own that narrative. Absolutely. No, appreciate the time. And again, if you have any questions or have any need for resources, feel free to reach out to your local CEM or contact me directly. I'd be happy to help out in any way that I can. Wyatt and Heather, um, yes, it's been such a joy to have you both. Secretly, these podcasts are, for me, selfish in that I get to bring some of my favorite people together to give insights to provide to these listeners and uh, truly get to learn with them on how to handle these objections. Thank you for empowering us with the authentic approach of owning the narrative, showing up fully. And as Andrew has led us through thinking about the erase method and how to acknowledge and listen and truly approach objection handling with intentionality and structure as opposed to just bumbling through, these are things that we want to be empowered with. And we know that not every time you may approach these conversations with perfection, but if you approach them authentically, and say, you know what, I know where the answers are. I know my CEM, I know my CES, I know where I can find the answers. Certainly you can come back to these conversations with that erase method in mind, with the approach in mind. So again, we hope that you've enjoyed these handling objection conversations. And as Wyatt said, I know that he will be one to, uh, if you have any questions about the new market tiers to reach out to. Same with Heather, she is an excellent resource in the field. We thank you for your time and look forward to another podcast on Digital Farming Institute. Stay tuned for our next episode where we interview two crop protection FSRs from Texas about how to solve problems, conduct trials, and handle product losses all with FieldView. Until next time, this has been The Field Viewpoint. Services and products offered by Climate LLC are subject to the customer agreeing to our terms of service. Our services provide estimates or recommendations based on models. These do not guarantee results. Agronomists, commodities, brokers, and other service professionals should be consulted before making financial, risk management, and farming decisions. More information at climate.com disclaimers. FieldView is a trademark of Climate LLC.